last time I, uh, I gave you this meditation, and I was supposed to give you a lot of time to do it, but I took so much, you didn't have much time to, talk, to meditate, to gain some nice experience from it. So this time I'm going to try <coughs> to give you a lot more time to do the meditation so you can gain at least a taste of the experience that I was hoping that you would get from last time. Uh, so, you did the preliminaries already from the earlier uh, session, so I'm not going to go into the preliminaries. I'm just, I, I will go much more into the motivation so you can get some of the uh, energy from your passion to help you with the meditation. Now, the meditation is basically you uh, telling yourself, I'm looking at the moon. Not the... Unfortunately, now we have telescopes and we see the moon as uh, clearer than uh, before. Uh, we know that there are craters, there are spots that are uneven, but it's not that kind of moon. If that image of the moon keeps coming up, don't fight it, okay? Stay with that. But in, in some way in your mind, but think of the moon more in a sense of a very smooth white disk. So what you're really looking for is not the, uh, the actual moon to appear in, uh, in front of you. There's this image that is called, there's this meditative image that is called looking at the moon. Okay? It just has the name moon. It's not the actual moon. Okay? It's just this pure, white, smooth disk, and we just call it the moon. So what's really the only element that you're really taking from the moon is the the way the moon uh, illuminates. That's what that's that's the real object that you're really taking from the moon. It's luminosity, okay, the sh and the shape, okay. So as you are telling yourself, I'm looking at the moon. I'm looking at the moon, and don't worry about. Don't try to imagine yourself looking at the moon, okay. But with a sense of uh, certainty, keep telling yourself, I am looking at the moon. And then see the moon in the space where you would see your your uh, infallible guide, okay? In that that in in this uh, in this space. And as and if the moon, if the image of the moon finally appears, and it's not that you are imagining it, but it has a sense that you're actually looking at something that you can call a moon image. Then you now as your as you are uh, trying to, in a very loose way, trying to focus on the moon, you're, you're gonna allow your mindfulness to sort of look at what is happening to my mind as this image is there, is present. Okay? There are, uh, you're looking for the, uh, what I call the characteristics or the qualities of absorb, absorption. What is the level of the, uh, okay, we can use this word, what is the level of ecstatic joy of your mind? What is the level of serenity, of tranquility in your mind? And now you're actually looking at some, an image that has uh, uh, luminosity to it that will sort of determine to you what is the sense of, of the clarity or brightness of the mind. Okay. Uh, the stronger 
the ecstatic joy, the stronger the tranquility, the stronger the sense of, uh, of uh, one-pointedness of the mind, the more luminous the mind will appear. Okay. Uh, I mentioned there are three stages that whatever you're meditating on, whether it is a visual object or something of your senses or some emotion, there are three phases that you go, it goes through. There are three stages of evolution, or three main stages. Okay? There's the stage where you're saying, I'm seeing the moon, I'm looking at the moon, and absolutely nothing is there. Okay? That's looking, that's fi- uh, searching, searching for an appearance. And finally, there's an appearance. But that goes through cer- certain stages also. It flashes and it goes away. It comes and it moves. When it's in that in that stage, don't let your mind follow it. Okay. If it flashes, don't look for way. Don't look for way. It 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 flash, uh, It disappeared. If it's moving, don't don't try not to follow it. Okay. Like uh, the, the actual image appears and it seems to be moving in space. Don't follow it. Even though if it's if it's moving, maintain the sense of looking at it in one in one place. And eventually the second phase happened where it's actually steady. And now there's a, 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 another phase, another gradual evolution that's taking place. The sense of attraction of the object starts to grow until it actually becomes absolutely the most beautiful thing that your mind can ever perceive. The most beautiful moon, the most beautiful light that you will ever see. The intensity of the beauty or the attraction depends on actually those other qualities of of deep meditation. How strong uh, are they? How strong is your sense of focus? How strong is your sense of letting go? How strong is your sense of allowing? How strong is is the the, uh, ecstatic joy? Okay, These things, their their strength will determine how attractive whatever the object is. And of course, remember, uh, this, with this exercise, we're using an, an, uh, a specific image that we, we can say perhaps we could have seen or we can say came from uh, perceiving with, uh, having perceived with your eyes. But this evolution is not only towards something that you've seen with your eyes. It can be towards a sound. It could be also be towards an emotion. Like if, the, if it was an emotion of love, for example, that you went through these three phases, the actual feeling of love itself would go through a, a stage of attraction where it becomes so attractive, that's what's creating the condition for your mind to actually uh, become more and more focused because it's, it's something very interesting to the mind and the mind wants to uh, have, a, a mind has a deep interest in continuing to perceive it because the more it perceives it, the more the ecstatic joy grows, the more the serenity grows, and this creates like a, a what do you call that? Feedback. Feedback. Virtuous cycle. Mm. Well, I'm not sure if it's if it's that. It's like reinforcement. <laughs> those qualities makes the attraction stronger, and the Strength of the attraction make those qualities stronger. Mm-hmm. Cycle? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Self-perpetuating. Yeah. Self-perpetuating. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I'm not liking those words too much. 
Reaffirming. Reaffirming. That's closer. Yeah, something like that. Synergistic. Wow. <laughs> I think I like that one. It sounds so fancy. <laughs> okay. Right. So that's what's happening. Okay. So they're sort of like feeding off of each other, making each other stronger. When one is gaining strength, that very strength that it gains makes the other one go stronger. And when the other one gains that strength, and then keeps and do they keep? So your mind keeps going still, more and more still, more and more still, more and more ecstatic, joy, um, and the luminosity of the object gets uh, brighter and brighter and brighter. Uh, well, maybe later on. I don't want to uh, make your imagination go, uh, go wild and disturb your meditation. Uh, maybe you will discover the reason why I chose this okay, in the meditation. Okay, now, don't let your imagination go wild. On top of that, trying to imagine what could it have been. <laughs> what could have been the reason why? Okay. Uh, most likely, you're not going to be enlightened. <laughs> so don't think that, uh, don't try to imagine, don't try to think that I'm going to be enlightened in a few minutes by when, when this image becomes very intense. That's not, that, that's not most likely it's not going to happen. Unless, I don't know, you are a bodhisattva of the, 10.9 boomy, and then you just wait. You just need some sort of little kick, and then that was the little kick. Okay, unless you're that, never mind. Okay, <laughs> and don't ask yourself, are you a bodhisattva of 10.9 boomy? Okay, <laughs> if you were, you wouldn't need me to tell you. <laughs> okay, you would know. <laughs> All right, so that's. I hope that was that was it because I'm not going to guide you much in the meditation because you need. All the faculties to be focused on just, just those things. Have the sense of letting go, allowing whatever experience is supposed to happen, allow it to happen. Don't be judgmental. Don't think that oh, I don't think this emotion should be here, and don't be distracted, trying to remove it. <coughs> okay? If it if it comes up, it comes up. Oh, what I'm holding on to looking at the moon, that emotion came up, okay? So don't be distracted by the emotion and try to think that what you do about it, why did it come up, what did you do in your past life for this emotion to come up at this hour of the day? Don't be distracted like that, okay? And when I say emotion, I'm not talking about uh, just your mind thinks of something. You actually feel, you may actually feel an emotion. You may actually feel angry may actually feel sad, okay? You may feel some emotion like that. The thing is, don't be, don't allow yourself to be absorbed in them. Don't think that you are experiencing them. They're just something that's happening. And they are so vivid, it feels like you're actually experiencing it as if someone made you angry or as if something had just happened to call up the emotion, okay? Uh, and if you have... Uh, uh, something that you need to work with, to work on psychologically, and it just it may it may come up, but don't try to deal with it by more, uh, taking your mind away from it. Okay, so sense of letting go, allowing, and you're just telling yourself, I am looking at the moon, or I'm looking at the moon. Okay, just keep telling yourself that, and as you're telling yourself that. And as you're allowing yourself to let go, and you, you're just sort of like, the back of your mind is mindful of what's going on as I'm looking at the moon. What's happening to the sense of tranquility? What's happening to the 
to luminosity, what's happening to the clarity, what's happening to the focus of the mind. Okay? <clears throat> yes? Is there a preference uh, to closing my eyes or slightly opening? It depends on your own predisposition. Okay. If any one of those help to strengthen the qualities of meditation, that's the one you choose. Uh, so it is general thing is that if you tend to be too distracted, then close your eyes. If you tend to be too too sleepy, then open your eyes. So it all depends. Okay. Is the one more beneficial? The one that's best for you, that's the beneficial one. <laughs> <laughs> so if you tend to be sleepy, for example, then then uh, opening your eyes is the most beneficial for you. You said once that if I can see an object with my eyes open. It's more powerful. Yeah, as far as visualization is concerned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But as far as achieving this meditative state, whatever works best for you, that's, that's the one that's the best for you. The, the sense of tranquility and, um, you know, the brightness uh -huh. and luminosity is in the mind. Where are we looking for that? Or just to feel it in our mind? Uh, I'm not going to tell you where it is. <laughs> Sorry? I'm not going to tell you where it is. Oh, okay. It will appear. You will. You have in the beginning to help you sort of become have a sense of what is tranquility, what all those qualities. You will feel them in the body physically, okay. and then you want to. Exp and then th there will be something very similar to them, not not in the body. Okay. All right. You all ready? Yes. Uh, maybe I missed the other classes, but mm -hmm. I need the motivation. What, what is the purpose for doing that? What is the big idea? What do you mean? The big idea to... The one, what I just said, I will not tell you? <laughs> 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 but as far as your motivation, the, the, the driving passion that's going to help you with the, with the, get into the meditative state, that's your own. Whatever reason that drives you to meditate, uh -huh. that's what you're going to bring up and bring it up to a fierce, passionate determination. But as far as why this particular meditation, what is it supposed to do? Discover. <laughs> okay. But one thing for sure, unless you're some high being, it's not for, you're not going to be enlightened tonight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ready? So as you're settling into your posture, I'm going to drink some tea. So as you are settling into your posture, bring forth your motivation. What got you interested in meditation in the first place? What's your ultimate purpose? <clears throat> if it's something that is 
of actual concern to you, the better. Make sure it's not some abstract idea that you read somewhere should be a good, good motivation. Maybe something that is of true concern to you. And as you are churning this idea in your mind, feeling the emotion, the passion that comes with it, you can already feel how already your mind is sort of converging. What needs to be calmed are starting to be calmed. What needs to be awakened are starting to be awakened. When there's a palpable sense of this motivation, when it becomes a strong determination, Let this energy sort of be absorbed also by the body. Let it be absorbed by your whole being. So that every part of you has this determination. Hold to this intention. May your body cooperate. In allowing the body to guide you so it can cooperate, so it can lend its support. Instead of forcing it to take this posture or that posture, just let it guide you. Bring your attention to the legs. and arrange your legs in such a way that it is supportive and conducive to achieving your goal. Until you feel a definite, palpable, pleasant experience with the legs, don't move your attention from the legs. Don't stop making adjustments, physical adjustments, energetic adjustments, attitudinal adjustments. feel a sense of what may be called an experience or a taste of meditation with the something that can be called a tranquility as far as the legs are concerned something connected to or can become ecstatic joy when you sense those and there is some stability in them they're not coming in and out then move your attention to the arms, the hands, shoulders, elbows. And you want to experience the same thing that you experience with the legs. Have the sense of letting go, the sense of allowing. Already begin to strengthen your mindfulness. by acknowledging what's happening 
being aware of a sense of some sense of tranquility, some sense of ecstatic joy. And once that is stable to some degree, then move your attention to the back and arrange your back also. Once you position the back in the proper place, in addition to the sense of comfort, stability, <coughs> the sense of stability should be stronger. There should also be something that can maybe call physical confidence. Then move your attention to the head and neck, the mouth, teeth, tongue. Then position your eyes according to what is best fit for you. sense of stability, tranquility, that pleasant experience, pleasant sensation in the body, let it, let it gain in strength, and through the experience, start to be aware of the body in the same space where you feel the body of flesh and blood, you start to experience a body more in more sense of uh, energy. Now bring your attention to the breath. Simply observing the breath. Keep your mindfulness on what's happening to those qualities mentioned. Sense of tranquility, that pleasant sensation. Staying aware of the breath, do your last conscious effort at making adjustments in the body. The adjustments could be physical, they could be energetic, they could be in terms of attitude. And as you're making the adjustments, 
the adjustments should further enhance the sense of tranquility, the sense of ecstatic joy or the taste of it. Stability. And start to experience a silence, almost audible silence, starting to engulf your mind. Feeling the body more as energy, less as flesh and blood. And the very palpable sense of tranquility, the very palpable sense of the pleasant experience is now infusing how you're experiencing the breath. And make the definite conscious intention. May the flow of your awareness stay unbroken as you observe the breath. Up to 11 cycles. And as you observe the breath in this way, with that intention, the back of your mind is observing what's happening the sense of ease, what's happening to the tranquility and the rest. experience of a more heightened sense of tranquility now being palpably experienced being sensed in the mind if it's not there yet then keep your mindfulness and the 
tranquility, the pleasant experience being sensed through the body and the breath until there is an equally palpable measure of tranquility that is felt in the mind itself. Then within that tranquility, <coughs> bring your attention to the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. Again, bring forth your motivation. And understand, even if your purpose is seen to be completely personal, If it will benefit you, know that it will ultimately benefit others. So bring others in mind into your motivation if you haven't done so. Know that what you're doing right now, presently, is of tremendous importance. Whatever the world is going through, whatever difficulties your friends and families are going through, what you're doing now is a means of helping them. So the whoever, the whatever that's going to be of an infallible assistance to you, infallible aid to you, focus on that. Focus on it appearing in that space at the level of your eyebrows. it is that is going to make that image, that moon image appear as clearly and as vividly as though you were looking at it with your eyes open. That's who or that's what is in that space. This is your infallible guide. with a sense of confidence, sense of conviction, that's what's going to happen in this meditation. Express your gratitude, your reverence to your infallible guide.
summon a strong determination. Strong determination to let go. Whatever you're holding on consciously, whatever you're holding on unconsciously, that is acting as a obstacle that is will be prevent that we may prevent you from getting the experience you seek in this meditation. Have the strong sense of letting it go. And for whatever part of you that is difficult to let go, take use your devotional power. Beg your infallible guide for strength, for guidance, so you can let those go. strength you need to summon or to awaken certain the qualities you need to help you achieve your aim. Have that strong sense, strong determination to bring them up, to awaken them. And again, use your power of devotion. Beg your infallible guide for strength, for guidance. Observe if this emotion, devotion, the sense of reliance on your infallible guide see you when you bring it up, does the intensity of it, does it help strengthen, enhance those meditative qualities? If it's becoming a distraction where these qualities are degrading, do it in such a way that they enhance the sense of tranquility. The focusing that's happening with the mind and the palpable, almost audible sense of silence that is beginning to take place. Again, summon your determination, your motivation, and try to infuse it with a definite sense of compassion for others.
make a strong uh, determination, directing the momentum that you are experiencing towards the success of your med of this meditation, and whatever that could become a distraction, may it become instead a means to enhance your meditation. Feel the emotion, feel the passion. Let your motivation strengthen this passion. Bring the presence, the sense of the presence of your infallible guide to the crown of your head. Strengthen again your determination. Why are you doing this? What's the ultimate purpose? What's the meditation you're going to do? What are the steps? What are the things you're looking for? Strengthen all these so you're clear and determined and passionate so what are you going to do when something comes up that could distract you it's going to become an aid to actually help you into deeper into your meditation. Definite awareness of those qualities that are present that are connected to deep meditation. The sense of focus, whatever degree, whatever level, the sense of focus, the sense of joy. Right now is probably just maybe just a pleasant sensation. The sense of clarity of the mind, which may not be so evident, but there is something that either going to become clarity or that already has started as being clarity. Be aware of it. Definitely be aware of the sense of stability and tranquility. And the reason for this is uh, you may need to take a break. But keep your mind aware of all these qualities while you are either taking your break to stretch the legs if you need to. But keep your mind on those things so you won't lose them. So that when you resume, they will be there easily to be uh, to summon. So you can continue immediately from where you left off. So if you need a break, take the break. When you, when you come back, Start with, I'm looking at the moon.
usual app. Image, or whether you are still in the process of seeking the appearance of the image. In either case, you are now, you have brought yourself to some degree of tranquility. And bring your mindfulness to what's absent as well as to what is present. The level of tranquility, the degree of joy, and also the absence of the pacified afflictions. And no experience that it is because those who are suffering, who are causing others to suffer, it is because they don't experience this kind of mind. They don't have the confidence that the afflictions can be classified, that they allow themselves to identify with the afflictions allow the afflictions to motivate their actions, creating suffering for themselves, creating suffering for others, and perpetuating the cycle of the suffering. So for those who lack the taste of this degree of tranquility, First, have a sense of sympathy for them. Within that space of tranquility, let that sympathy grow into a genuine concern, compassionate concern, into a loving concern. And strongly wish that all those who are afflicted, dominated by their afflictions, wish that they can experience this measure of tranquility so they can gain the confidence that the peace they seek can be achieved. That they can see that these afflictive emotions have been lying to them, that they cannot give them the peace that they seek. And wish that they come to this realization. And let this compassion grow until it becomes all-embracing so that whoever you can think of, whoever comes to your mind, the compassion is there, the concern for them is there, the wish that they can experience some degree of the pacification of their afflictions can happen, that the delusion 
that the afflictions caused in their mind may be pacified. So that the peace, the prosperity, the contentment that they seek, that they can be on the true path to achieve it. And no longer be deluded by the afflictions. And let their compassion grow to such an intensity that you are willing in this very moment <coughs> to give away this very tranquility that you are experiencing. That you work so hard to experience. That your compassion gives you the willingness to give the fruit to them. Because that's what they really need. So they can be free from the path of self-destruction. path of causing others to suffer. loving concern grow within you to the point where you can actually physically feel it. And think of someone or group who are in deep need of this and give your tranquility to them. those genuine concerns of yours, let them fuel you further, let them strengthen your dedication. and dedicate its power to the achievement of your ultimate goal.
bring to mind. The intention to carry with you what you get in this meditation. When you get up and go and interact with others, may you interact from what you gain in this meditation. slowly to your breath, feel the physical breath, and let the very sensation of the physical breath bring you back to the awareness of your physical body, slowly from the top of your head, and more and more until you're aware of your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. give you time to meditate this time and I hope you didn't fall asleep <laughs> while we were silent uh, so last words for tonight just for encouragement mm. if a uh, definite image of the moon image didn't come up. Don't be too concerned about it. It will come up. I, I guarantee you that. You just have to keep, be persistent. Keep at it. Exactly the same way. Don't let your imagination create it. Okay? That would be a distraction. Because if you allow your imagination to create it, it will create something else. And it will take you completely out of your meditation. So as you are in the process of seeking the image by with your intention, other images, probably some of you have already experienced that, I mean other images vividly showed up. Those are distractions, but it's a good sign. It's actually mean that you are on a definite path where the moon will appear just as vividly as those other images appeared. Now, if those images were, your, were being imagined, you are distracted. They should have appeared like they were being imposed on your perception. Okay? Like all of a sudden, whatever, you, see, you might see the image of someone, a friend of yours, or somebody you've never met before, or scenery, and it's appearing as vividly as you would wish the moon would appear. Don't say, oh, I should not focus on this because it's so beautiful, it's so vivid, because that's why I needed a vivid image. You're training your mind to distract you if you do that. No matter how beautiful it is, no matter how vivid it is, don't go towards it. Don't push it away. Don't say, oh, this is not what I wanted, and start fighting it. Just acknowledge it. Oh, and tell yourself, oh, tell yourself, 
ah, that means the moon is on its way. It's going to appear just as vividly as this one appeared. Okay? That's with the, with the mind. And then keep that other part of your mind sort of looking at, oh, what's happening to the level of tranquility? What's happening to the level of ecstatic joy? What's happening to the level of focus? Okay? And the trick that I to uh, told you uh, some time ago, if your outer senses are picking up things, or if uh, uh, vivid memories are coming up, sort of like dis distracting you, don't let the habit of being distracted be strengthened. Actually tell yourself, uh, oh, this is now going to help the tranquility get deeper. This is now going to help the clarity get, get more clear. Okay? No, matter what, no matter what it may be, whether it's an annoying sound, whether it is a nice sound, whether it's a vivid, uh, whether it's an emotion that just comes up, tell yourself, oh, now this is going to help me. Okay? That's not its purpose, but you're going to make it, that's what is going to be its purpose. Okay, that's the other thing. One last thing I want to say is with the body, how are you feeling it? If, uh, if you are very much into the process, you may have completely become unaware of the body. That would be nice. <laughs> if that's not what the, what the case is, if you start, start to feel discomfort in the body, this is something else I will guarantee you. The more you, you enter into what you're doing with the meditation, the less the discomfort will be. And what I'm talking about is not like the discomfort will be suppressed, like your, 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 your legs are about to, be, you know, about to fall apart and you're, you're, and, you're, and you're not allowing yourself to be aware. Allowing yourself to be aware. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the very space where you're feeling discomfort, that very space where there is discomfort, it will be replaced by a very pleasant experience. And this pleasant experience is not going to be a, something that is hiding your pain. Okay? And, and as you continue, this pleasant experience will continue to be enhanced. And it will actually help your meditation. It will help all those positive qualities that are supposed to help with the meditation. Okay? But if you're experiencing excruciating pain, that's one sign that tells you, stop. You need to get you need to uh, get out of it, okay? So slowly, consciously come out of it. Don't just spring up out of it, but consciously tell yourself, okay, now I need to come out, and go through the process of coming out slowly. Because if you do that, then you're gonna say, tell you you're, you're training your meditation to be okay. When I'm about to get enlightened, I'm just two seconds from being enlightened. May pain distract me. That's what you that's what you're actually training your, yourself, okay? So. Consciously come out of it. Don't let the pain be what comes, takes you out of it. Okay? You want to say what, what the difference? There's the pain, and it's becoming too distracting, and the, the more you continue, it's not transforming because uh, I, I told you it's going to be replaced by, by some pleasant experience, and you're not go, it's, that's not what you're experiencing. You're experiencing more intense pain. So tell yourself, okay, it's time for me to come, to stop. And you consciously guide yourself to come out of it. Okay? 
so these are the guarantees if you can if you if you persist of course if you're not having some sort of real problem that you need to stop definite guarantee pleasant experience physically i mean replacing the, the, uh, the discomfort in one moment it's discomfort and you continue and that very discomfort is now replaced by a pleasant experience the image will a guarantee will appear if uh, you are in the stage where images are sort of like by themselves appearing and you're not imagining them to appear okay uh, what, what was the other guarantee I, I, I gave you? Did I give you three guarantees? <laughs> Pleasant experience, the image. I thought I gave you a third guarantee. We will get enlightened. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> if you stay on the path. <laughs> Well, when you get home, maybe you remember the, the, the third guarantee. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's for your encouragement. Okay. All right. And as far as what the other stuff that's supposed to happen when the when the image actually appears vividly, well, that's for you to find out. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, any questions? Yes. I, when you explain and uh, when he was asking about the, the meditation, I always enter in the meditation panicking, like freaking out, like, <clears throat> you know, I'm about to do something important, and I don't know, I feel like a lot of fear. Yeah, that, that's why I was, uh, uh, I hesitated to say the word important, because for some people, when you say important, then what you, what you experience uh, comes up. The feeling of anxiety this is very important. I should I better not mess up. I better not, I better not mess up here. Uh, well, don't say don't say important. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, one thing to get rid of that, that kind of anxiety is to tell yourself what's going to happen is going to be natural. I'm not going to create anything. I'm just going to discover what's what's naturally always present. Tell yourself that. Okay. And then it comes like a kind of a frustration because, you know, the image that I have, I never get light. It was just dark, dark, dark. dark. Oh, that's just the initial phase. Eventually, I guarantee you, eventually it will be so bright, it will seem like it's blinding. You might even open your eyes to check whether or not if it's, somebody, if it's not in, right in front of you. You might even feel that your eyes, your eyes are open. You might go like this. Are my eyes open? <laughs> okay. I guarantee you. Just be persistent, okay? The frustration will come. Oh, it's been five minutes. I don't see anything yet. <laughs> it's a whole 15 minutes. I don't see anything yet. Just, just be persistent, and just keep go, going to that sense of I'm look. I'm I'm seeing. I'm seeing the moon. I am seeing the moon. Just go with that, okay? Yes. Um, my deepest meditation and the most clear I get to is when. I sort of tune out what you're saying. Uh -huh, good. Um, <laughs> but I'm having a problem. I hope that's not disrespectful. Uh, I'm having a problem when I come back to um, what you're saying uh -huh. completely on a different path and it jolts me back and I lose all concentration. Well, Is there any way I can 
Uh, well, the guiding that I do, if you just continue to focus on my voice, you're not going to get into a meditative state. I hope everyone does this, what he does. I hope you eventually tune me out <laughs> so that you can just be in the meditation. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with what's going on with you. Okay. Because uh, uh, you're supposed to sort of have all your senses now be uh, focused on an inner uh, uh, experience. Okay. So if you're able to tune me out, that's, you're not being disrespectful. You're actually on the right path. Okay. <laughs> And sorry for jolting you out. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yes. I had a, initially thought that seeing the moon, I was trying. I was trying to create an image of the moon. Mm. But you're saying don't don't do that. Yeah. We I sh, so we're saying I'm seeing the moon. I'm seeing the moon, and you're just waiting for it to come. Yes. Yeah. So in the mind, I, I can say I'm seeing the moon. I'm mm -hmm. seeing the moon, and then you're waiting. Yeah. Yeah, and almost have not don't have the sense of waiting though. Mm. Have the sense of I am seeing the moon. Okay. Yes. So the difference between imagining and just like uh, when the moon comes up is mm. that imagining it's like when you're kind of forcing it. To yeah. Come, yeah, you're forcing it to when come. When it just comes, it's just natural process. Yeah. That's what you mean. Yeah. When it comes by itself, uh, you don't feel that you are uh, participating in the sense of in it, in the image being present. Mm -hmm. And as if it's something that uh, is uh, imposing itself on, you, on your perception. Okay, that's what it feels like. Yes? You spoke of images that <clears throat> or scenes that appear vividly. Mm -hmm. um, are those different than, than the mere thoughts that are images that appear to the mind? No. Is there a different category? Uh, yes, it's definitely different from uh, thoughts. Like visual thoughts? Yeah, visual thoughts. I mean, this is... It, it, it is... Those images appear in the same way that you're expecting the moon to appear. And sometimes it might be uh, I would say conjured up by a memory, but it's not you're looking at a memory. A memory would be like a thought. But this image could be something that is triggered by a memory. It's as if it's something that's happening presently, not just you're looking into the past into something that uh, something that you saw. Okay. So we have more of the, the visual feel of a dream, say. Exactly, exactly. Feels more real. Yeah. So what you have to do is to do nothing. When those appear? No, to make it appear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and keep that attitude that you don't have to do anything. Mm. Yeah, you don't have to, you know, gather some light somewhere and then arrange them in a circle and then <laughs> you don't have to do any of those things. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, is it important to visually like visualize the moon? No, try not to uh, have the process of making something happen. Rather, you're just going to witness something that is going to naturally happen. When you, um, when you say visualize, like you would think of, okay, what did the moon look like? 
and you and you go into a memory of the moon and you might try to make it uh, present. Don't do that, because that will. Uh, well, it's not it's not the purpose here. Okay. When you that is a uh, this is a technique also of when you have more. Uh, uh, complicated, more complex uh, images. This is a technique to to uh, have those complex complex images appear. Because if like take take one of these tankas with all those little details, if you were to the pastor, okay, let me put the leaves over there, and okay, over there, there's a halo. The halo has this and that. You're gonna be uh, involved a lot of conceptual thinking, and that might distract you. And you may end up never, well, eventually maybe, but it will take a much longer time. So uh, the sense of I'm going to create the image, just don't, don't have that accompanying the meditation. Okay. I thought I saw a hand. Were there? Oh. I, I saw an interview about a guy who, who has like a meningitis and, and he said that he directly saw God. The doctor? Yeah, the doctor. Uh-huh. And I was that was it tricking me in this meditation because I would think because you didn't say that you wanna say everything about the meditation, right? That mm-hmm. we have their own experience. But I was wondering if we are going to see God. And perhaps that makes me blind and just see dark. I don't know, but I was thinking in that interview and how he explained that that mm-hmm. it was a very very bright bright light when mm-hmm. he said that he saw God or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just kind of yeah. <laughs> my play, right? Yeah, my play. Yeah. I don't know if you saw God or not. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bestseller. <laughs> it's just a very sexy thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely had an ex- he had an experience that that we cannot deny yet. Some sort of genuine experience. But to draw a conclusion as to what that experience was, I don't know. Only that's for him to know. Yeah. Did I see your hand again? Yeah, it was your hand, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so when the moon appears, uh-huh. I'm thinking, okay, what I'm doing now and I get bored? It's like you would tell me, drive your car, but I have nowhere to drive, so I would get bored and I would stop driving. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. In, in the process, mm. boredom will be experienced. And you have to get over it. And when the moon actually appears, there cannot be boredom. Okay. If you're experiencing boredom, you're visualizing the moon, you're making it up. And you're just tired, your body's just tired of making this thing up. I understand. Okay. okay. This I didn't say it correctly. To help me to see it correctly, mm-hmm. I wanted to have a purpose. Like you would tell me, drive to the MKL, drive to the beach, mm-hmm. then I will drive. Okay. But b- because I don't know exactly the purpose, it's uh, it's like blocking the whole process in a way. It's, it doesn't make it as exciting and powerful mm-hmm. as it could be. Okay. Because I don't have a, a aim. Yeah, yeah. So your aim is to wait for the moon. <laughs> 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 and when the moon shows up, I guarantee you. There will not be any boredom. If you're experiencing boredom and you're saying there's the moon... No, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's, I, I need a, a, 
and all the purpose like you're telling me to see the moon will save every being mm. from samsara or something you know what I mean oh I see what you mean no don't say maybe in the beginning before you sit down to meditate then you can have that kind of motivation but in the process itself no just I'm looking at the moon that's it okay yeah I see what you mean yes <laughs> scratching okay It's so difficult because I feel like all the negative patterns come back. And if you don't have, like, how do you, you know, like you're saying, it's it's about letting things come. And yeah. what if it's all your negative mental affliction, whatever it is, let's say, I'm, I didn't sleep much, so I fell asleep. Let's say, um, I No, if you didn't sleep much, it's not an affliction. Well, you didn't yeah, sleep much. But, yeah, but like, um, I mean, yeah. a lot, a lot of different things yeah, yeah. that, you know, the patterns that the mind has. Oh, yeah, this. oh, yeah. How do you, like, go about, what is this effortlessness of, like, what's the difference? You, you will, letting, yeah, you will have a palpable experience of what it means to let go because you're going through that. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you have those experiences coming up, it tells you, this means this is a sign that I'm not letting go, and then just go into what it means to let go, and you may have a tiny little uh, experience of letting go, and you you go into it, and then more of the controlling, more of the thing comes up, and then because because of their presence, it tells you you're not letting go. Okay, so uh, when you see them there, just t- let let that be a reminder to you. Oh, I'm not. It's like you're tensing up. And then something is happening. Why am I? This is going. Oh, I'm not letting go. And then you, when you, because you feel the tensing. But if you're not feeling the tensing, and you continue, and then this is blocking you from achieving something, because you feel the tensing, you're aware of it. You say, oh, I'm tensing up. And just the mere awareness of it, then you could just say, okay, I need to let go, and you let go. That's that's as. That's all the instruction you need for that part. Yes. Is there a particular distance or view of the moon that should come up? That oh. Should be expected to come up or not? Something that we see, or can it be in a different shape or in a different distance in a different? Oh, when it when when it first appears, it will be it will occupy a definite location in space. Okay. You just want it to be whatever is the center of your. What's called center of your perception. You want to occupy the cent- center of your, perfe- your your perception, okay. and you may have to tilt <laughs> a little bit for you to achieve it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you want to have the the sense of it is at the, the the feeling that it is at the center of my perception. Okay. Sometimes it appears like this. In whatever way it appears, let it appear that way. Okay. If it's as big as you, let it be as big as you. If it's as small as a you know, little pebble, let it be as small as a pebble. The thing is, it is the center of your your perception. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm supposed to be saying, but that's what I'm saying now. Okay. What I wanted to uh, say, maybe it's not, it's not exactly what you were referring to. The, you will experience 
because of those things, frustration. And then it might lead to boredom. Okay. If those things are present and you're telling yourself, I am seeing the moon, not just seeing it, but you, you think that the moon actually appeared because you're visualizing it. Those, the very presence of the sense of boredom is an indication that no moon has appeared. You're making it up. Another guarantee, the fourth guarantee. <laughs> when the moon appears, it, it will be very pleasant. Okay? Not that the image of the moon is a pleasant thing to see, but in the meditation, the process that allows for the image of the moon to appear is accompanied by a very pleasant experience. Okay? Yes? How long does this usually take to work? Like, uh, like how many times do it? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a very, uh, very, uh, there's a specific answer for that one. As long as it takes. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, you, you could try for 45 minutes or for one hour, right? And you might find yourself either slow at the cross, like 44 minutes and, and so on, and you see, oh, it's about to, it's about to show up because you, you feel it, a definite sense that it's about to show up. And 45 minutes comes up, and then it might be a flash, or it might be just a sense of it. What I'm trying to say is that if you, you can, in one sitting, as long as you're dedicated to it, and you're not feeling, uh, you've taken care of the body, you've taken care of the mind, the initial parts of it. You, if, if you're able to stay with it, and no matter what's going on. You just keep saying it's appearing, it's appearing. You will, there will be, there will be a definite appearing of the moon. Okay. Mm -hmm. can, we have a cute, anybody has a sexy name for this meditation? <laughs> moon gazing. <laughs> but that part where you explain that that the image is going to enhance what you are feeling and what you see and what you see also reflects in the image. I mean, that works very well for me because I was you know, watching my mind, mm -hmm. you know, and an image, but sometimes when the image didn't come, I tried to focus in my mind and then my create the image and then the image. That's what you say, right? Oh, yeah, that's... That, that's like a, the word that you said, that if you feel joy, the other one reflects the joy and the joy mm -hmm. enhance the other one. The words, or I make it up? Well, that's... <laughs> you didn't make it up. Uh, that's a technique for when you're trying to... When your mind tends to be, to, be, to be distracted, you go back and forth in between two things. The sense of the mind and then what you're trying to make the mind uh, bring up. You go back and forth between those two things. Okay. Because I didn't find light there, but I find it in the mind. And the mind, I said, okay, so you reflect it to the other one. So I see it in the mood. I mean, very much. But that, that, that reflecting thing you're, you're referring to, uh, when I said that, I was referring to when a positive quality of the mind appears, the positive qualities reinforce each other. Like the sense of tranquility reinforces the, the bliss, the bliss reinforces the tranquility. That, in that context, I, I, that's what I meant. Uh, okay. But what you're referring to is a kind of a technique to not to be distracted by com something completely outside of what you're doing, where you go to different parts, different, uh, uh, different elements of the meditation itself. Okay. So we have to kind of bypass okay. the mind. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. We have to. We have to go. We have to, we have to bypass the mind. Bypass the mind? Yeah. No. Bypass the the tendency of needing to force things to happen. Okay. okay.
Oh, we finished everything here. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What time is it? 9.30. Oh. Yeah, so it, uh, uh, next time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so thank you everyone for coming. If you can leave a donation on the table. And we got some magazines that are just like two bucks each.